Good morning, USA. I'm not talking until they fix this. Well, the, the people can't hear us. It's just I that they messed up the headphones. I hear music, guys. Right, right now we're in TI. There you go. Now hit the reset button. From the top. From the tipping. From the tippy again, damn it. We're gonna get it right. From the tippy top. Act like you've been doing this for nine years. He hasn't. Oh. Try this again. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet is Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. This is exactly why my contract say I should come in at 605. Why get here on time when things ain't even gonna be right? Y'all not even ready. See what I'm saying? This is the first time in how Hey, hey, you, hey, you, hey, you, hey, you, hey, you, simmer down, simmer down, buddy. All right. He's just not used to you being here. It was confusing. Jesus. You all right, Dramos? All right. Get the show started, right? Oh, wow. Goodness gracious. Spicy this morning. Very spicy. All right. Yeah, caliente. What did we all do yesterday? Yesterday? I've been doing this State Farm podcast that I have to record for the past, like, three days in a row for out for the whole day. I got to do it again today. That's all I did. I didn't even know what the weather was like outside. Left here, went there. Didn't get home till like, 10 o'clock. I got some well-needed rest. That's what I did. I slept. I watched Million Dollar Listing, and then I took my ass to sleep. I had to, I had to take a nap. I was tired. Let me tell you something. My life be mad random. Like, my, my man, Congressman Tim Ryan, he hit me up. And he was like, hey, man, I'm in town. Let's let's go do some breathing exercises. Because, you know, he always sends me, like, breathing exercises to do because he deals with anxiety and stuff. So we went to this, uh, this, this like, yoga studio. And we, like, did meditation and um, breathing exercises. It was just you and him? Nah, it was uh, me, uh, Congressman Tim Ryan, uh, a couple of brothers from Baltimore. I, I, and I'm so upset that I can't remember their name. And a, and a guy named Eddie. That's the only one you remember. But Eddie's, Eddie's this white dude who looks Eddie. Eddie's this white dude who looks like Moby. But um Yeah, he was he he was big in the he's big in the meditation, the, the yoga world. I'm gonna get the brothers from Baltimore names in a minute. I can't remember their names right so now. So what kind of breathing exercise? What you do? Man, like all, what? It was it's like, like if we they, had to do it here, turn turn the music down. Let's do it here right fast. Go they on. have technical terms. Like it's one where you like you breathe, you you breathe in deep, but you gotta you gotta breathe in through your nose, but it has to be audible. So you like, <laughs> what? what the hell? I don't know if that's supposed to sound like that. So basically, you breathe in, and it has to be audible. So like, and then you tuck your chin, and you hold it, you hold it for as long as you can, and then as you lift your head up, you release. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. 
We did about an hour yesterday. I slept so goddamn good last night. Yeah. I mean, I was. I've been exhausted after that too. Bro, I'm telling you, I was, I was, I was, Jeez. I was out. I, well, I, I, breathing I, got me tired. I'm tired, right? I've no. never, I've never done it that extensively. I've done breathing and meditation before, but never, never like that. So salute to my man, Congressman Tim Ryan, man. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Uh, we got some special guests joining us this morning. Jadena, he'll be joining us. We haven't heard that name in a while, right? The Nigerian brother Jadena. Mm-hmm. Good he'll guy, though. Yes. We'll talk to him, and Rhapsody will be joining us. She'll be in the building. The best rapper of any gender. I don't care what nobody says. My my current favorite rapper of any gender is Rhapsody. Okay, so we'll kick with both of them in a little bit, but then we got front page news. Next, what are we talking about, you? Well, let's talk about NYPD cop, well, former NYPD cop Daniel Pantaleo. He has finally lost his job, and we'll tell you what the plans are next. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Yo, salute to Ali and Am- uh, Atman. That's who I was with yesterday. Oh. Ali and Atman. Ali, Atman, and Congressman Tim Ryan. That's and, who I was doing the breathing exercises with. And Eddie. There you go. Yes. All right, well, let's get in some front page Eddie Stern. news. Where are we starting off with, ye? Well, let's start off with the NYPD firing Daniel Pantaleo. It's been five years since Eric Garner's death. And here's what we know about this firing. So Pantaleo will not get his pension. Also, his attorney said the, he was disappointed and upset. And here is what Eric Garner's family had to say. His mother, Gwen Carr, spoke during a rally. That trial, we had to wait because Pantaleo's lawyer wanted to go on vacation or take two weeks to bring in his expert witness. An expert who never even examined my son's body, who never even seen the report. Yeah, Pantaleo, you may have lost your job, but I lost a son. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he got fired, but she's absolutely right. Losing a job is not the same as losing your life. All right, Daniel Pantaleo does plan to sue the NYPD and the commissioner in a bid to win his job back. So he's still trying to get his job back after all this. He was making about $85,000 a year. If he does win this lawsuit, he'll get back to the NYPD and he'll be awarded damages for lost wages as well. Hey, Daniel Pantaleo, you need to take this L because you're lucky you're not in jail. I thought they said he he was getting his commission. I thought the commissioner said that yesterday. No, he's not getting his pension. His pension, yeah. Yeah. I thought thought he wasn't getting his pension. No, he will not receive his pension. Oh, yeah. During the hearing yesterday, he said that he's going to get whatever he put in. I don't know nothing about no damn police pensions. All right, now let's discuss Jeffrey Epstein. They're saying that he was once sent three 12-year-old French girls as a birthday gift. They said it was a surprise birthday gift from one of his friends, and they were from France, according to one woman who says that she and her friend, uh, one of her friends coerced her into being a sex slave when she was 15. Mm. She said she actually met the girls. The girls were flown in. They were molested by him and returned to France the following day. And he also bragged about these 12-year-olds because he said they're really poor over there and their parents needed the money or whatever the case is. And they were absolutely free to stay, and they flew out. And he said the girls massaged him and performed oral sex. This is according to the Daily Mail. They said that Jeffrey Epstein laughed the whole way through, and he thought it was brilliant how easily money seduced all walks of life. Nothing or no one that can't be brought. So so what do they do when they just give you three 12-year-old girls? Does that come in a box? Like, is it a gift trap? What do they do? They were flown out. I guess the people Mm -mm -mm. who, whoever gave him that gift knew what his... A sickness was that he liked young girls and it was what a birthday gift. And what is he doing when he's done with them? Flew them back home. Oh, okay. All right, now That's crazy. in Royal Oak, Michigan, they're ordering an investigation of, a, of police in Royal Oak. They questioned a black man because a woman called the police saying that the guy was staring at her. 
Is that crazy? So That you, is crazy. Yes. So the police department has now apologized, but they did go and they demanded his identification. She said she felt uncomfortable after a man uh, circled her vehicle and looked at her. And the man said he was just parking his car and going to a restaurant, and he just got stopped by the police. That's crazy. And they questioned him, took his ID, and they said there should never have been all of that. They shouldn't have taken his ID from him. It should have been a very short encounter. Yeah, the police got to ask why they do that, 20-year-old Devin Myers. He didn't do anything. He didn't do nothing? And you just, that's stupid. He looked at me. That's old school uh, racism, bro. That's that's what got Emmett Till killed. He looked at me. He looked at me, and they, they beat Emmett Till for that. She should get arrested for that. She should. Wasting our time. She definitely. I'll tell you the time when I was looking at a, a, a house and a lady, the next door neighbor called and said I was vandalizing the house. White lady called the police on me. What year are we in that if you look at a white woman now, you go, that's crazy. You're going to get confronted by the police. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. trouble, boy. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. You can't look at white women no more. You stupid. 800. Somebody check on Michael B. Jordan, man. 585 1051. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello? It's somebody who's doing breathing. It's uh, Tim Ryan. It's my guy, Tim Ryan. It's Congressman Tim Ryan. <laughs> Hello? This is Morato. Oh, shoot. Morato. Damn, deli- Damn delayed response. That's a, that's a very original name. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Where you calling from? I'm calling from Angola, Africa. Africa. All right. Africa. Wow. All right. The motherland. What's happening? Get it off your chest. Good morning. All right. Good morning, DJ Andy. Good morning, Charlamagne the God. What's up, King? Good How are you? Good morning, Angela. Yeah. Good morning. Nice. Yeah, yeah, because it's, like, it's a very long distance call. I might spend here a hundred dollars just to make this call. Uh, I just want to, I just want to say that this, this, this show is amazing. Um, you guys are doing an incredible job, and I listen to you every day on my Apple podcast. And I don't even know if the program was live. I just called. Okay. Some positivity. Yeah. We- what you guys doing? And keep inspiring us all. What time is it in Africa right now in Angola? What time is it? It's 11.16. 11.16. Okay. P.M. or A.M.? A.M. Okay. All right. Well, good to talk to you, brother. Hello, who's this? Yes, this is Tori calling out of Pittsburgh. Hey, Tori, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. What's up, Tori? I uh, wanted to get off my chest. I uh, originally wanted to talk about DJ Envy and Charlamagne always talking about butt, two 40-year-old men talking about butt, but... More importantly, um, you don't have a butt, sir. Ass. What's more important than that? Yeah, what's more important than butt? You don't have a butt, sir. What's more important is Goose Creek, uh, South Carolina. Eight four three. What's happening? Nah, I'm not from there, but my daughter lives. There. <laughs> relax. He what? <laughs> he said relax. <laughs> my daughter's right next door in Alwyn, South Carolina, um, right down the street from Mount Pleasant. Um, they're doing the same thing in Alwyn, as they're doing here in Pittsburgh. They're taking all of our real estate from us. You know, we grew up in the neighborhood. The city real estate is hot right now, and not enough flats or vines. They're buying it up from us and moving us out to the far end of the city. Mm-hmm. And me, myself, I'm in, I'm in real estate. My brother's in real estate. Airbnb Dave is his Instagram. Uh, Built for Builds is his YouTube. But DJ Envy, we need your help, bro. Why are you not buying land? Yeah, that, yeah that, that's the thing. Buy land, buy property. DJ Envy, we need you, bro. Um, <laughs> we're definitely going. We need you, man. Um, Bring I don't your know butt. How you can help us. If you can help us, we'll drive. 
We'll come to a seminar. You tell us what to do. We'll be there. Oh, you don't. He don't know how to buy it. Is what he's oh, saying. Oh, okay. All right. Um, the no, next. No, no. We're, we're buying. We're just not buying it fast enough. Okay, I mean, it's just a matter of, of educating the people around you and teaching them how, making sure their credit is good, making sure they can get the conventional lending and all that other stuff. I mean, I, I'm not doing a, a seminar close to Indiana. I got one in L.A., I got one in Atlanta, one in Houston. Uh, we haven't looked at Indiana yet. Maybe we'll, we'll put Indiana on the map, bro. We're all from Pittsburgh, PA, man, home of the Steelers. Um, but we'll definitely come to Atlanta. If you say come to Atlanta, we'll be there. Are we doing it? Just... Yeah, come to yeah. Atlanta. What do I do? Go on to your website. Uh, yeah, just go to the website. Look, look for the date for Atlanta, brother. You want to talk about booty now? Because I want to. Man, I want y'all to stop talking. Stop talking about it so much. Listen, I want you to Google. I want you to Google Fleece Johnson when you get a chance. Okay, F L E E C E Johnson, aka the Booty Warrior. Okay. What is that? What is that? Some type of show on Nah, just Google. Just just Google Fleece Johnson nah, and make sure you watch the Boondocks episode of Date with the Booty Warrior, season three, episode now, now nine. You got a, now you got another forty year old man talking about butts six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you the one that called up here talking about butts. I just want to point you in the right direction of the booty, bro. All right, have a good one. Hey, I was listening to Snoop new album. Snoop got a song on there called New Booty, and it's about a man getting raped. Is it? <laughs> yes, in jail. Oh my goodness! That's just a very scary record. Goodness they they should play it on Beyond Scared Straight. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Q from Norfolk. What's up, Q? 757, what's going on? Man, so y'all just started playing Clout, too, man. And that's my problem. Every mm -hmm. time I hear that song, y'all play Offset's uh, off ad-libs and all, but y'all never play his whole verse. Why do y'all cut his verse out? Why did you call him All Flats just now? You hungry? You want some chicken? Yeah, I'm actually eating right now. He was like, All Flats. <laughs> yeah, all man, flat. All Flats. All Flats and Wings, man. Um, what, I, think the question the, I think that's the radio version that they cut. Um, it ain't got nothing to do with us. I, I think that's the version they put in the system. And then that's I think the this, the yeah, I think the song curses so much that it, you know they take out the curses and just have his ad libs there, bro. I, it don't seem like a bad verse to me, but all right, man. I guess so. I, I mean, I couldn't tell you though, bro. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right, bro. Hey, man. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, it's Carlos. Hey, Carlos, get it off your chest, bro. Man, what I want to say is that I, I, I'm a a landscaper for a company, and uh, I was letting this girl cross the street with her baby, and one of the uh, UPS drivers verbally assaulted me, man, calling me a n****, calling me all out my name, and I reported it to a lady named Jen, which is the supervisor. Four weeks later, they did nothing about it. What did you say to him when he called you a n****? What's wrong with your lips? What's wrong with my lips? They ain't big as yours, Julian Charlemagne the Frog. Why you ain't call? Why you ain't? Why you ain't look? Why you when he call you a nigga? Why you ain't say shut your crack ass, crack ass up? I, I can't be stupid like that, man. We gotta live better than that. I try to talk to him like a man. Why? He don't look at you as a man. He actually looks at you as three fifths of a human being. Well, that's the way maybe you look at it like that. I went to a supervisor, tried to get him fired. Well, that was good too, but because one person acts stupid, now everybody in the world can't act stupid. That's how people get shot for no reason. You right? What if he had a pistol in his car and I get a shot because I'm running up the car because I'm like, oh, and he called me a n No, you, you yeah, can't. Yeah, I ain't like tell you. That. I ain't tell you to run up to his car, but when he scream, call you a n You say, shut your crack ass, crack ass up. <laughs> that ain't. I ain't tell you to run up to his car. I ain't say all that. You silly, Mr. Solomon the Frog. You being silly, so stop that. All right, all right, man. 
<laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm being silly, I guess. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up, man? Get it off what's your up? chest. What's up? What's good, man? DJ Envy. What they do? Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. What's up? What up, King? Y'all, man. What's, what's up, bro? I'm good. What's up with you? Florida, man, from the heart, man. I'm calling from the heart of the city. The heart, oh, city. heart. Okay, what's up, man? Get it off your chest, man. Uh, man, I just want to uh, want say want say one thing about the um, Jay Z situation, man. I'm so tired of everybody talking about it, man. At the end of the day, man, he's a businessman, and you know he got a family to feed. You know what I mean? So if I was in that position, man, I'd do the same thing. I understand, you know, the situation with Colin Kaepernick, you know, Colin, but um, you know, Colin. Colin <laughs> yeah, Colin Kaepernick. He 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 put himself in that situation. You know what I mean? The the NFL didn't kick him out. You know, he just he just didn't want to do things what they you know want. I understand, you know, but as as black people, man, we got to stand up. We we as an individual person, we got to stand up for ourselves before anybody else do. You know. So, hey, here's the thing. Can I ask you a question? Why do we project our feelings onto other people? Like, why do we assume? That Jay Z just wants to get the bag, as you said, he just wants to feed his family. Yeah, I, mean, I think he'll feed his family okay <laughs> exactly. with or without this well, deal. Yeah, yeah, he will, but may, may, maybe his move is just to help help you know the, the, the black you know players and everything in the NFL. You know, some exactly. A whole different situation. You know, exactly. It's just about the money. You know, that's even with Kanye. You know, I'm a Kanye fan, man. I love Kanye. You know, I think he just want to do politics with, with um with the president. You know, it is what it is, man. And I just feel like it, it don't matter what president get in there. It's just at the, at, at the individual person, you just got to do what you got to do in this world. You know, to, 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 as a black person, do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Yeah, yeah. I do what I want. Sure. All right, bro. All right, man. Yo, sure. Yeah. All right, you have a great yeah. day. Okay. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to vent, hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, we are going to be talking about Black Girls Rock Those Awards. We'll tell you who's going to be on stage hosting. And let's talk about a jersey that just sold for $120,000. And this person was not even a professional baller. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Nisa Nash. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Black Girls Rock is coming soon. It's going to go down on August 25th. That's when they're taping in New Jersey at uh, NJ Pack, And it will be premiering on September 8th on BET. And this year, Niecy Nash is hosting. I think she'll do a great job as a host for Black Girls Rock. She posted on her social media page. So this happened at Black Girls Rock, and I'm so excited to celebrate our magic. So congratulations. I know I'll be watching. All right. Now, Barack Obama, his high school basketball jersey went up for auction. It went up for auction in Dallas over the weekend. And the person who won paid $120,000. For what? For the jersey. Why? It's Barack Obama's. Man, I need to see what his stats were before I go nah, buy his damn jersey. he was the jersey. president, man. I don't give a damn what he was. He wasn't the president in high school. He might have been the most trash-ass player on the team. You might no. hear some stories about how garbage he was on it's the court. It's still a good jersey man, to have, man. Well, that jersey's from back in 1979. What the hell is Puna who? 
It's Hawaii. That's Hawaii. Oh, no, he was balling in Hawaii then. Hawaii Only black State man in Hawaii. He, he averaged 35. He was in Honolulu. <laughs> now, what happened was... Oh, yeah. He was washing all them two. <laughs> you see that picture? He was averaging 37 and 12. Easily. Easily. Now, what happened was one of his uh, fellow classmates, Peter Noble, he was three years Obama's junior. He came after Obama. And he wore the same number, number 23, as a member of the JV team. And so he had kept that jersey, and he didn't even realize it was Obama. Obama's jersey until Barack Obama was elected president. So it ain't really Barack's jersey. Barack gave it to his him, and now he had it for like four or five years. Now he's selling it as Barack's jersey? Well, he just had the same number, so he kept the jersey, I guess, because he also was number 23 when he played J- JV. So we don't even know if that's really Barack's jersey. I mean, it is Barack's jersey, but they he just wear 23. It's never been retired, so it's really just... That's how you know Barack was trash, by the way. If he was dope in high school, they'd have retired that Definitely jersey. Definitely retired his jersey by yes. now. All right, now let's talk about last names. Eva Marcel, she talked about why she decided to change her daughter Marley's last name. Previously, Marley had her dad's name, Kevin McCall's last name, but she said she decided to change it to her husband's last name. Marley was born um, in 2014, and I gave her her biological father's name. And um, after two months, you know, we became estranged, and I raised her as a single mom. And then the good Lord saw fit for me to meet an amazing man, Michael Sterling, who has become my husband and the father of my later children. And so, long story short, we all have the name Sterling, and Marley is the only one with her um, biological father's name. And, you know, I saw it necessary, and Mike saw it necessary to change her name. Well, there you have it. So for people wondering why she decided to change Marley's last name to Sterling, that's why now they all have the same last name. I, w- I wouldn't like that if I was the uh, biological father of that child and I was actually in my child's life. Like, I was a father that was very present. I wouldn't want her changing the name to some her now husband's right. last name. Her explanation makes sense, though. She doesn't want her daughter. She raised her daughter as a single mom, and then she didn't want her to feel left out because the other kids have the same last name and she'll be the only one without that last name. Yeah, that's why I said if I was present in my child's life, I I don't don't know what the situation is with the biological father. All right. Well, speaking of dads, Logic is about to be a father. He put out a freestyle called No Pressure and he talked about his negative feelings towards the music industry in that freestyle. But then at the very end, he made an announcement. And I'm having a little baby. Surprise, it's a little baby boy. (laughs) TMZ, they can't get the scoop on that Welcome little Bobby to the world one time. Okay, well, congratulations to him. Yes. I'm still trying to figure out what Barack Obama averaged in high school. How are you going to, you're doing research? I'm Googling, I can't see it nowhere. That's how I know he was trash. All right, and it looks like Apple, for their budget for original content for Apple TV+, Plus. originally they had about $1 billion allocated for original content. Mm-hmm. Now they have committed around $6 billion for that. And that's all for their original content plans for Apple TV+. Plus. In comparison, Netflix is spending $15 billion on content in 2019. Disney is committing $1 billion in 2020 for their streaming service, which launches November 12th. And they expect for that number to increase to the mid-two billions by 2024. They're just throwing them numbers around like it's nothing, huh? That's a lot of money. It is. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. I said if he got 10 points a game, most of them were probably under the basket. He didn't hit jump shots from 15 feet or anything like that. He was a good defender, definitely a good athlete. Well, that jersey went for 120000 for Barack Obama. Well, that's because of what he did in the White House, not what he did on the basketball court. Well, yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did you get them stats for? That had to be, what, 50 years ago, 40 years ago? Donald Trump wrote it. 
probably. Mm-mm. Definitely probably. This, this is on uh, fortowin.com. It's an article uh, that this is from one of his former teammates and basketball coach. So he wasn't that nice? Nah. Damn. All right. Well, front page. But he did win a state championship in '79. So he was nice. He had to be nice. Yeah, I thought no, just because he was on the team that won the championship, don't mean he was doing. He wasn't the best player on the team. I don't think so. <laughs> he was like six. <laughs> You're just saying that you don't even know. He was the I tallest so. person on the How team. How do you even know? It if don't he was. seem like it. If he had the type of stats. Look at that picture. He's the tallest person on the team. There's no way he wasn't you dunking the on numbers, the kid. Eddie? You found the number? Oh. There's no way he oh, wasn't yeah, that's dunking. What I'm on. looking at right now. Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. way he wasn't he dunking on the kid. He also kind of looks like maybe he's the only black person on the team. I don't know. I mean, that's why I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. All right, front page news is next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with a woman who thought she had some kidney stones, went to the hospital, and thought she needed surgery. She said, I started getting pains. I figured it was kidney stones because I went through them before. And what do you think happened? She had triplets. What? So you mean to tell me she didn't know she was pregnant that whole time? That's correct. How big was her belly? It, it didn't really look that big for, for her to be having triplets. Yeah. Where was this at again? Uh, South Dakota. So she said, I started having pains. And she said the babies were delivered at 34 weeks. Each of them weighed about four pounds. Wow. Four pounds. <laughs> now, this was before or after she ate the Popeye's chicken sandwich. What upset her stomach? Uh, listen, I don't know, but she said when uh, she knew this day was gonna always going to come. The triplets were born August 10th. She said one time, uh, their 10-year-old brother said, one time I seen a shooting star and I wished for a baby brother. And I, I wished for two sisters for my little sister because she always wanted a little sister. So and why does she think they were kidney stones? Did she have a problem with kidney stones before? Yeah, she yeah, said she, she went said through that. it before. Okay. And so that's what she thought. The but babies appeared to be pounds, doing well. 12 pounds on her stomach and no nothing? You didn't see anything? She said, uh, and they said it's great because you don't ever see triplets being conceived naturally, let alone going 34 weeks without knowing. She said, so everyone's like, I can't believe it. If she's surprised, imagine the person who shot her club up. Imagine <laughs> yes. how you feel this morning. Jeez. Like, girl, if you don't have to get off my goddamn phone. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? They went to the hospital and the doctor first said, get ready for twins. And then after that, they discovered that it was what? really triplets. Who do you call after you have triplets? <laughs> Your husband? <laughs> Is she married? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But still, that's she already had two kids before that. Yeah, Listen, but that's still five. three at one time, three car seats, three cribs, three. Di- oh my god! She gosh. didn't wonder why her period stopped. I couldn't answer that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I need more details. This don't even make no goddamn sense. She didn't know she was pregnant. She yeah, but like you said, the period stones. didn't stop. The period stopped. The belly didn't get yeah, bigger. All type of things that happen when you're. You pregnant. know, some women still have their periods. She ain't got no people, nobody in her family that dreamed to fish. The husband didn't notice. Like they nobody. They said the ten-year-old saw a shooting star and wished for a baby Man, brother up. and two sisters. <laughs> right, well, maybe that worked. <laughs> she didn't have morning sickness, but she said she never experienced the morning sickness of the or the baby's movement during the pregnancy. By the way, I don't believe that ten-year-old until like you. And I don't like people that place bets after the fact. When something happens, then they tell you, I wished for two, three daughters. And what? Man, shut up. You were, If you'd have told me that beforehand, maybe. Well, it was a little kid. He was six he's years ten, old. He's, he's ten. ten. He's lying. Ten ain't young. All right. Now, let's talk about Daniel Pantaleo. He's been fired by the NYPD five years after killing Eric Garner in a chokehold. And what we do know is that he's not going to get his pension. His attorney is very disappointed and upset. But they are planning to appeal, and he wants to get his job back as well. And if he does get his job back and if this does work out, then he will get his back pay as well. And he was making about $83,000 $85,000 a year. Why do you think he deserves a job back? He's lucky he's not in jail. You murdered a man in cold blood. 
Okay. I don't know. I'm, and why would you want to work there? Do you know how many people hate you? You killed someone, well, and then you have. It seems like you have no. Remorse. He'll never be out in the street. He'll always be in the office. But I'm sure he's just trying to sue to get his pension. But it's a wrap. It's over. And the cops still riding for him. I mean, shoot, yeah, the, cop, sure the, the cops are calling for the for the police commissioner to be yeah, fired. Yeah, they're upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, now, our mayor, Bill de Blasio, who's also running for president, as you know, said justice has been done. And here is what Eric Garner's mom, Gwen Carr, had to say. That trial, we had to wait because Pantaleo's lawyer wanted to go on vacation or take two weeks to bring in his expert witness. An expert who never even examined my son's body, who never even seen the report. Yeah, Pantaleo, you may have lost your job, but I lost a son. That's right. Losing a loved one is not the same as losing a damn job. And you know what's also crazy about this situation? I don't see how anybody can defend this situation because it's not like he pulled out a gun because he thought Eric Garner had a gun and it was a, a mistake like that. Like you, you, choked, you choked this guy out. He, he was already on the floor. He, he was told telling you he couldn't breathe. Yeah, he was telling you he couldn't breathe and you continue to choke him he was out. Already and on you the floor. knew him. You were familiar with him. You had plenty he- of time to stop doing what you was doing, my guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right? Like, nah. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Rhapsody will be joining us. Let me tell you something. Rhapsody is the best rapper of any gender. Okay? That's just Charlemagne the God's opinion, and I've been saying that for a couple of years, and I'm sticking to it. All right? Her new album, Eve, will be out Friday. We're going to play a couple records this morning uh, from off the, yep. off the Eve album. Yep, we sure are. Yeah. All right. So when we come back, Rhapsody will be in the building, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right. My current favorite rapper of any gender. All right. Rhapsody is That's here. That's right. Welcome. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. What Album up, Rap? Eve is I'm coming good. out in a little bit. What'd you call it? I said, is it called Eve? Yeah, Eve. You know, I said the album Eve coming out in a little oh, bit. I thought you said Adam and Eve. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said the album Eve is coming out in a little bit. You excited? Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, I'm dumb excited. Uh... It's a lot of growth with this one. It's me expanding bigger records. Like, I think this is more universal for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I'm just excited to put it out in the world and, and see how people resonate with it. I love the concept of it. I think mm-hmm. especially right now, it resonates with a lot of people. And it's also an album that with just the titles alone is going to make you have to think. Yeah. No, I, w- I wanted to make something, again, that everybody could gravitate to and mm-hmm. really focus on black women. Like, I think I've been doing it subconsciously throughout my whole career like you know I have whether it's an interlude on a mixtape where I'm shouting out a bunch of black women I got songs called Betty Shabazz Tina Turner in the past but this one um, you know I got the concept I was doing an interview for the Oxford with a guy named Lamar Wilson and he was like rap you know what you're an extension of Nina Simone and Roberta Flack mm. right and mm. I, I was like I never yeah. thought about it like that because as an MC but he was like nah like your lyrical t- content what you stand for so it made my wheels turn, and I went home, and um, I recorded Aaliyah. That was the first song, because I wanted to talk about being a tomboy in today. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you ain't supposed to dress like that. That's too sexy. But when I was coming up, Aaliyah was sexy, right. but she wore baggy clothes and fly sneakers tomboy, yeah. the same way. So mm-hmm. it was just like, yo, there's still a lane for that. And, you know, I'm not this alien that y'all think I am. Like, women are universal. We're not monolith. We got different flavors. So I wanted to showcase that on the album with the different women, different names. Every song, I wanted to sound different, mm-hmm. be a different color, because that's what the world looks like. Like, none of us... And I wanted to show that you can't box me in either. Right. Like, people think, like, oh, because I rap with music with messages, like, 
she probably go to the club and burn incense and only <laughs> listen to a certain type of music. Like, no, like, I grew up in a small country town in Snow Hill. I grew up on Go-Go. Like, if you try me, there's... You'll still twerk. Y'all, I can't make it clap like other people. <laughs> I'm going to just be real. Ain't got that much back to but clap. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we, we throw every, it out. <laughs> every track listing is a different... <laughs> African-American woman that has some influence yeah. on you. For people that don't know, so track one is Nina, two is Cleo, three right. is Aaliyah, four is Oprah. Mm-hmm. What was the inspiration on, on Oprah and you? So um, Oprah is the first black billionaire, so I wanted to talk about, and black women are the most educated women in America. So I wanted to talk about us and talk about black ownership. And, you know, it was my fun way to have a song about money, but kind of flip it so it was it was more inspirational on some like Nipsey Hustle type thing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that was that was my like, okay, we talking about money, Oprah Oprah's the one for us. Um with Whoopi Whoopi I wanted to have like a, a play on metaphor. So Whoopi was in the movie Sister Act, right? Mm-hmm. So on the hook I'm just like, you gonna make a sister act up from mm-hmm. my attitude. Like it's like that's my way of, of having fun with with words and metaphors. But we know Whoopi gonna say what Whoopi wanna say. Whatever she ain't she got wants. no filter, right? So that's me. Like, yo, when you meet me, people say, "Oh, you one of the nice people I know, and you shy, and I am." But there, in every one of us, if you push enough buttons, we'll go there. So it's just like mm-hmm. that's just another side. But you know, all black women don't always have attitudes. But you know, if you test us. It'll come out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you know, those are some themes. Did you feel pressure to follow up the Grammy-nominated Layla's Wisdom? No, nope. most people do. I did not. I think with that one, I had just got so comfortable with being myself, and I made the album. And then for it to be Grammy-nominated, just doing what I what I do, it just let me know like you ain't even got to think about it. Just mm-hmm. do you. So, and what what made it a lot easier was the concept. Once I came up with the mm-hmm. concept, it was just like, boom. I, pr- I finished the album, 80, 90% of it, in the month of December. Wow. And, you know, it's 16, it's 16 songs on the album, but it's uh, I recorded like 30 or 40 different women. So it was like, once I had the concept, it was just boom, boom, boom. It's like, I have a woman. I want to do a song called Maxine Waters. I'm going to get political on this one. I want to do a song called DJ Spinderella. You know, I'm going I'm to tell a story, but play it, say it through like DJs and, and have fun with like wordplay and stuff like that. So once I got the concept it was it was done. I got a song named Keisha from Belly, you know, mm-hmm. like you got you Queen Latifah a, on the album yeah. too. Yeah. People Queen. forget like what a dope rapper Queen Latifah Queen mm-hmm. Latifah was. She gets busy. Still, yeah. yeah. And so how did that even come about? Like you reached out to Queen Latifah and got her on a track. When's the last <laughs> time she even I don't I can't remember the last time she rapped. She's is out. she singing or rapping? She's rapping, rapping her she ass busting. off. Mm, no, she busting on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. This this that queen queen. Mm-hmm. But she's put out jazz albums, of course. Um, the way I got in touch with Queen Latifah is Murs had came down to North Carolina. They were recording um, his latest project with Knife. And we were talking. He was like, we were talking about tattoos. That's what it was. And he put up his shirt and he had a, a picture of Queen, Latat- queen Latifah tattooed on his, uh, his rib cage. He was like, "Have you ever worked with her?" And I was like, "Nah, but she's on my list. Like, I met her, but you know, I don't, I don't know how to get in touch with her." He was like, "Well, you know, I'm from LA. I know everybody. Let me reach out, see what I could do." Um, so he reached out to Shaquem, and Shaquem hit knife, and connected them, and that's that's just how it was. And she was, she was everything I thought she would be, like automatic big sister. Um, I was in Atlanta uh, with T.I. playing him the album, and she called me. And the first thing she said, she she called me on the Jamaican accent. <laughs> I was like, hello. She was like, I'm looking for Rhapsody. Has anybody seen it? So automatic, like, she just real down to earth and cool. And she probably, we probably talked on the phone for maybe a week. 
And then she was like, I sent her the app, the record. She said she loved it. She was down. She said, when you get to L.A., come see me. I got to L.A. We recorded at her crib and her house. Oh, so y'all did it together? Yeah, we oh, did that's it. beautiful. Yeah, we did it together. Like, I, she came to the studio first and listened to the album. Um, you know, she gave me some her thoughts on some things. And then the next day, I went to her house, like, in her in her crib, and we worked on it. You, you've always said she's one of your biggest inspirations. Yeah. So you had to be geeked out a little bit when you oh, was in there with her. you already know it. Yeah. Like, that's when you it's hang like up the phone and scream. Yeah, and it's like, like wow. Queen Latifah. Like, I'm seeing Queen Latifah, you and T.I. I'm seeing Cleo from Set It Off. Like, I'm seeing <laughs> Living Single, Khadijah. Like, mm -hmm. she's she's just all in them and she dope. And then, you know, she gets to tell you the stories because, you know, she's been seeing everything mm -hmm. in Tupac stories, you know, being on tour with everybody, Flavor Unit. So it was just dope just to have that moment, moment with her because I haven't had that had a relationship like that with a female, like a legendary female, she's the first one. Really? Yeah, like, I've, I've met people and we've had short conversations, but for her to call me as much as she did and we call each other back and forth for me to go to her house and hang out, she take stories, like, I've, I've never had that. So that was that was a moment for me because that's something I always wanted. Now, now at one point that. you said Kendrick was the person that you would always get advice from. Yeah. So has that changed now that you met Latifah? No, no, I still hit the homies. Okay, 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 okay. She okay. gave advice to both of them. You yeah. know what? Growing up, Queen Latifah was dope too, cause she was the woman down with. All, she was like the boss yeah. of all the guys, and you looked at all it all like, the time. Straight yeah. up, people don't know like how much she has done, which is crazy. Like I tell people, like she's the first one to manage Outkast. Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Well, how did A that story come out? I didn't know that. Manage Outkast. Yeah, yeah she managed Outkast first. Really? Yeah, like you should need. She need to be the next one on right. the show. Right. Let's tell that story. Listen. Like, um, I can't remember the first person that told me, but I asked her about it. She was like, "Yeah, wow." Like, I can't go into details. I don't want to mess none of that up. Right, right, like, right, right. <laughs> You like, know, I was in confidence. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I'm sure she could tell you. But yeah, like, she's just, she's done a lot that people don't know. I feel like we need to play the Queen Latifah record too, since we talked about it well, so much. I, I I don't see why not. Introduce oh, it. this one. <laughs> This is uh, Hapshet Suit featuring the legendary, one of the greatest to ever do this, in my opinion, Queen Latifah. Check it out. All right, that was Rhapsody featuring Queen Latifah. It's on her album that comes out this week. Now, yeah. you like the, the conscious rapper stigma? No. I just remember as a kid growing up. <laughs> I do not. We didn't call Nas a conscious rapper. He was no. a dope rapper. And that's how I look at you. I look at you as a dope rapper. I you like that, that. that stigma? No, I can't stand it. Somebody called me that the other day. I was like, I, I don't like that because everybody's conscious. We all conscious. Like, people like to think conscious is, oh, you talk about political, deep things. No, conscious is being aware of what you do in surroundings. Like, you know, you take somebody like Megan Thee Stallion, she's, whatever life she lives and whatever story she chooses to tell, that's her being conscious of her situation and telling mm -hmm. her story. Mm -hmm. You got a young thug, if he grew up busting at dudes, consciously he's talking about what he what he grew up in and what he, you might not like how he says it, but that's his conscious reality. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I choose to talk about different messages, different subjects. Like, you know, that's I'm just aware of a different thing than other people's, but it's all it's all conscious to me. Mm -hmm. so. Now, the title is Eve. Is it Eve from the rapper or Eve from the Bible? It's Eve from the Bible. Okay. It's Eve from the Bible because the black woman is the, the mother of all living things. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I was doing research the other day, and I didn't notice. Um, somebody actually sent it to me. And I, I, had to, I had to Google it just to make sure it was factual, but... Um, it said the black woman is is the only woman that has the mi mitochondrial Eve gene, which means that every race can be created from the black woman. The woman, yeah. yeah. What if black Eve woman. tweeted you like, yo, thank you so much for the shout out? 
I show love. <laughs> no doubt. I show love. I hate that I ain't have her on the record. Like that would have been that would have put it all together. But mm-hmm. I, you know, double entendres. You you are You too. Yeah. yeah, this this it represents you too, in the so club it still and works. it was lit the other day. I saw on Instagram somebody posted yeah, it go just hard. over the weekend. What was your initial reaction to Jermaine Dupree's comments? About female rappers, your initial reaction? Yeah, my my initial reaction was, oh man, <laughs> don't not like that because um, I felt like based on the question that was asked and the question was asked, who are your favorite female rappers? That's the opportunity for you to say who your favorites are mm-hmm. and not take that time to be negative about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel like it's a waste of time to talk about things you don't like. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's a waste of time. Put people on that you do like. Talk about the the women, whoever they are, that you rocking with, that you you know that you getting behind, that you want to see more light shine shined on. Because, you know, what is what is that what what is that purpose serve? And it's already you, hard enough, right? And you can, and the two, I feel like you can't be mad at these women. Like you know, they doing what they they want to do. Like, what do you want them to do? Like, they they creating their art and their way of people liking and people liking and investing it. I wasn't mad. Cardi was right on point when she said, "It ain't us." It's the media, y'all the one that's putting it on, y'all the one, these people uh, that's out here listening in the world, they buying it, radio the one that's putting it on playlists, but, or whatever you call it, playing it 50 million times a day, don't be mad at us, we just we just doing what we do, we we eating, so eat, like I'd rather you eat there than do something different, mm-hmm. so you know, it's, I just want balance, you know, if anything, so that, I think that was just the perfect time for him to, to tackle it in a different way. And you worked with him before, right? Yeah, yeah, I did, uh... I did rap game. I went and judged on that. And after we did that, we went to the studio. We did one song together. How was that record? Yeah. What, it, what happened to that record? It's in the can. It's in the can? Okay. Yeah, it's in the vault. Okay, I'm going to say the can because the can sound like the trash, trash. can. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah, not yeah, in yeah. the trash can. I, I, I spit bars on that one. <laughs> I heard him say that on Van Lathan's podcast. He was like, why are people acting like I don't know who Rhapsody was? I had Rhapsody on the rap game. Because you didn't say that. Yeah, exactly. So they, they asked you who you like. <laughs> So right. that's it. But he a legend. I res- I respect it. Like at the at the very core of what he was trying to say, I understand. I feel like if anything, he wants balance. But to do it in that way and to to tear down those women, that's not it. But I, you did say you did say that you feel like I would say the man mm-hmm. pushes records out that are not necessarily indeed good Who's music or, or the or the conscious type of music. White man? The white man. You know it. <laughs> that owns the liquor company. That owns the music. True, I'm true. doing too much. You feel, like, you feel like you're not pushing the right message out. You right. feel that way? Yeah. No, I do. Um, I do think there's somewhat of agenda where nobody wants to empower us because we are powerful people. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of things come with that. So, yeah, I think we're they play things over and over again that dumb us down and they don't want us to think in that way, whether it be through the music, whether it be through the television shows that we watch. Um, you know, there's there's a reason that that is the way it is and we have to be conscious of it and know our, know our power in it. So, without a doubt. I do agree with that, uh, but I think now it's a little different only because yeah. people can, you can pick and choose what you want to right. listen to. Right, Now, if you only look for radio and TV, that's different. Mm-hmm. But like you say, like when you understand the power of having a streaming service and being your own DJ and having Netflix and being able to uh, have these platforms that introduce you to other options, you know, you become well balanced. Mm-hmm. But when people ask me about the culture and the state of females in it, I'm like, it's beautiful. I think it's super dope because mm-hmm. I know where to go and where it exists at. But if you if you, if you put hip-hop in a box that's only TV and radio, then 
you only gonna see this much of it, mm-hmm. and your your perception of what it is is very skewed. It's a false narrative because it's it's way doper than the little bit that they allow you to hear and see. Well, introduce the joint. Introduce your single. Oh, okay. This is my single, uh, Ebtahaj, featuring the legendary Jizza and the legendary Unicorn, the Prince of our generation, D'Angelo. That was Rhapsody, D'Angelo, and Jizza. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Rhapsody, Charlamagne. When you heard JD make those comments, you say to yourself, oh, the universe is lining up because I'm about to drop a whole album <laughs> dedicated to I've been women. saying that all year. Yeah. Like, it's just things been falling in place and they just happen from, from crazy, crazy ways. Like, that happened and Cardi B gave the shout out, which. But for me, the biggest thing for me to get my hurdle over was exposure. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think, as I used to think, like, yo, like, why is it so hard for me to connect with, you know, black women at, at certain times? And I, I figured out it's just exposure. It's not mm-hmm. that people don't want to hear it or they not rocking with you. It's just they don't know who you are. And I had to learn that through the, the Cardi B shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything has just been lining up, like, even to put this album out in a time where black women are at the forefront of conversations and, you know, we're empowering ourselves to be leaders, you know, in all sectors of life. Like, I just think it's, it couldn't have happened at a better time. And it, like I say, it's just the universe and timing. So the Barty Gang is all in your Instagram, huh? They show love. I rock <laughs> with Barty Gang. Barty up. <laughs> yeah, I met her, um, the show that T.I. Chance and Cardi. Oh, oh uh, yeah, the Netflix show. I don't remember yeah, the name yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember the name of it either. But I was a judge uh, with T.I. on one of the shows. So, you know. You got an idea for a record with you and Cardi? I wanted her on this album. I couldn't. I couldn't figure out how to get to her. I wanted really? her on uh, Whoopi. Really? Yeah. I Why did. couldn't you get to her? I, I reached out, but nobody ever reached back. So that for never Cardi's a person you can hit in the DM. She will answer that DM right. I back. hit her in the DM too. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't think she was following me, so everybody got lost. Oh, you know man. that's that. It's that primary, general, and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's always a remix. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. I don't even trip because. If it ain't supposed to happen, it ain't gonna happen at that time. But mm-hmm. when it's time, it's time. So right. you know, it, I didn't, I didn't take feeling away about it. It's just it wasn't time. How did Cleo inspire you? Cleo the movie. <laughs> Could have been Miss Cleo. Too. That's my joint where you know I gotta talk my. Can I curse up here? Yeah. yeah. I gotta talk my. <laughs> shit. So you know that's like that's that rap like because most of the time I'm reserved. Like people take shots, I don't really say nothing. But when I, I can when I want to. So it's just like everything that. I've heard about me or just bother me. I'm just busting back. So it's like, it remind me of Cleo in the movie. Like, she always had the gun and she was ready to set it off at every time. So that's my set it off track. Yeah, hey, Rap Radar got a little shot. Yeah, they did. Wait, <laughs> what did Rap Radar Why say? you give Rap Radar a little shot? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put that all on Rap Radar because I appreciate the blob, but B Dot, he know what he do. <laughs> he, he be mad disrespectful B-Dot a little bit. Gets some shots, he mad boy. disrespectful. Me and B Dot debate about you often. What I know. I know. Charlamagne had, had made a tweet, I think, one day about me being one of the most lyrical MCs. Mm-hmm. And he went on Twitter and just said how that is so not true. And it's just yeah. like, okay, bro, like you could believe that, but as, you know, somebody in the culture with a name, don't disrespect me like that. Mm. You know, like, because your name carries weight. I just thought it was disrespectful, distasteful. But at the end of the day, do what you want, but I'm going to say something But you going to get it. these balls yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't a heavy shot. It was just a light one. It was real light. Jab. It like was real light. Mm-hmm. It was real light. I just wonder if people really listen in the Rhapsody. I'm like, there's no way you can listen to Rhapsody and not say to yourself, she's the dopest doing it. <laughs> no, seriously. I, 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 this is my opinion. I put Kendrick Rhapsody. That's the tier. 
and then everybody else. That's I just my personal. I, re- I receive and respect that. And you don't put J. Cole up there too? No. Dang. He's the tier below. Not saying he ain't dope, I'm just saying it's a tier below. I think he's in that same tier. That's just my personal my opinion. opinion. That's it. Yeah. Listen to Sejoyna. Rhapsody watched J. Cole, but I don't want to start no problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's on that album. Yo, this is too awkward right now. <laughs> Every, everybody got a preference of how they like hip-hop and how they like how, how they how they ingest it. So, I want I, you and Kendrick to do an EP together. I do, too. <laughs> I want to see you and Hove on the record, too. I want to see you and Hove on the record, too. I do, too. I've sent some. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm keep sending them to hit. Hope I love you, baby. I'm gonna keep sending them in that if, Gmail. If you ever do a record that's like, like named after all men, do a record called Kaepernick and send it to him and see what he says. <laughs> God, bruh. <laughs> I, I'm trying to keep my record label deal right now because you know the Yo, mar- you just the funny. marketing that they provide me and the support is so beneficial to my life. I ain't the whole. I ain't even. I don't even know what he. T- you should hit him just to be funny. Be like, yo, I got this record called Kaepernick. You know, what you think? <laughs> I'm not getting. You got me. He trying to do the cold thing to Cap. Why are you trying to do this to me right now? <laughs> you spinning it good though. You spinning it good. So what What are your thoughts on Jay partnering with the NFL? I think it's dope. You know, I think it's a a, a great move because you gotta you gotta make change from the inside. And he said it perfectly. Uh, the NFL came, and if if the issue that why we were kneeling was to bring awareness to these issues, and that's exactly what's happening to mm-hmm. me. Like, it's not about the kneeling. Like, why are we upset? Because it's like, oh, what about kneeling? It's not about Kaepernick either. Mm-hmm. Kaepernick wanted to bring awareness, but it's it's bigger than that. Like, and if and if you're gonna get Kaepernick in, there ain't no better way than to have Jay Z sit at the table and figure this thing out. Yeah. But it's it's just way bigger than Kaepernick kneeling and him having a job. It's about the people and us having the freedom to speak our mind and, and to do what's right, you know? So the fact that Jay-Z is coming to the table, you know, with Roger Goodell, like, that's a huge step. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't stop the movement because Martin died. Like, we got to keep on progressing. It's just like, oh, Martin died. I ain't, we ain't want to do nothing with nobody. Yeah. Like, no, you got to you gotta continue to have these conversations and, and assert ourselves in these spaces as owners to really make change and make put your put your money where your mouth is like it's the perfect move. Jay been doing this and doing this. It's like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. I remember he got flat because it's like all these things were happening. It's just like well, Jay got all this money, he ain't doing nothing. Though he was doing something under the current, now he's doing all these things. He's helping Meek. He did the Trayvon Martin doc. He's uh, Twenty One Savage, a lawyer. Twenty One Savage, a lawyer. So, Crowder documentary. You've got this resume of of doing things out in the open, and this even longer and deeper resume of doing things, you know, behind the scenes. And we he set question, up a trust fund for Sean Bell's that's, kids. That's what I'm saying. We questioning it now. Uh, it's, it that yeah, makes it. no sense. Like, at some point, we just got to stop wanting to be mad just to be mad and look at the bigger picture. Absolutely. Like, what's happening? Everybody just want to be mad now. Like, okay, you can be mad, but. What's gonna be mad? Do it. You got to do something about it. And Jay's actually taking action and doing something about it. And why do we have to pick a side? Like, why can't we want it to work for Jay in the NFL? Right? And why can't we want Cap to be back in the league? Exactly. At the same time too? Those those things don't have to be set. You know, you can have both of them at the same time. Like, as long as it's progressing towards a goal. Like, this is how Jay Torres chooses to do his part. And Kaepernick chooses to do his part this way. We all same fighting the same fight. Yeah, two different causes of action to same one fight. goal. But now yeah. we all in fighting. And as Hov said, nobody wins when the family feuds. Nobody wins when the family feuds. And it's just like, you know, 
who's who's to say that Jay couldn't have this big conversation and then try to bring nobody knows what the plan was. Word. We not even giving him a chance to even see how it unfolds. So you know, let's. The idea is beautiful. I just I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with it. Absolutely. And when is Eve dropping? August 23rd, Friday. Mm-hmm. My current favorite best rapper of any gender. That's just my personal opinion. Hey, man, I received that. It could be Carolina Bias. I don't know. I nah, 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 we ain't going to do that. That's right, it's not. I'm real with mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club is Rhapsody. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Angie Martinez. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to Angie Martinez. Her new show, Untold Stories of Hip Hop, premieres September 26th on WeTV. Drop on the clues, bombs for Angie Martinez, damn it. The legend. She posted, thank you guys so much for the incredible response to my show announcement today. I, it means a lot to me, and I never take support or love for granted. Now here is the trailer for her new show. Your reputation is that you're in foreign lands going crazy. These stories making me sound terrible. Has anybody ever heard this story? No. Legend has it. Biggie said that. You and Pop? They missed. I'm scared. What do you mean? Because it's Beyonce. Puffy grabs the microphone and says, A million dollars for the head of LL Cool J. You were negotiating. This is the same dude that kidnapped DMX. Were you in fear of your life? I could have died and nobody cared. I'm a pretty boy. You know what I'm saying? Jail is not a place for me. All right. I can't Angie wait to see it. That's okay. right. I love she seeing Angie Ma on TV. kind of people on this show. From Just from what I've seen on the trailer, I saw Meek Mill, ASAP Rocky, The Locks, Fat Joe. Uh, Ice T, Snoop Dogg. It's going to be amazing. Who's not sitting Queen down? Queen Latifah, Andy. MC Light. Who's not sitting down? Angie Martinez. Angie Martinez calls. Right. So That's get dope. ready for that. September 26th. Congratulations mm-hmm. to Angie Martinez. All right. And let's talk about Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx. It appears they have ended their relationship. They were together for six years. And uh, apparently they broke up just in May, and he's already been spotted out and about with another woman. And that woman, he has said, or as sources are saying, is a singer named Sela Vave, and he's been helping her out with her career. But it looks like it could be more than that. Question, are you a singer if you haven't blown yet, or are you just a person who sings? You're a singer. You, can still be, you could be a singer mm. and never be famous. when you think singer, you think of people that's already, like, popping, popping, right? No, you could be a famous singer a singer, or a singer. You could be a singer in church. Yeah, yeah. there's all yeah. kinds of singers. You're really just a person who sings. Yes. You could be yeah. a singer. You're still a singer. You're, you just haven't yeah. broken, but... Like, Beyonce's be a, singer. a singer. Jill Scott is a singer. Like but they, you, you could be they a... They make money for singing. Yeah. He's just a person who sings. Jamie Foxx was spotted with a person who sings. <laughs> for now. For now. For now. That's not true. I think if you sing and you are aspiring for something, you're still a singer. No one can take that from you. All right. Now, DMX, he has reproposed to his longtime girlfriend after they broke up. They were at their son Exodus's third birthday party at Sky Zone. Apparently, they had gotten into it earlier in the day, had even broken up, and then this happened. We were supposed to be getting married, but earlier today, we um we broke up. That's why she had a ring on her necklace. So... We're basically not together no more. You know what I'm saying? So, and, 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 and. They've been together for eight years, and they've been engaged for about four years now. So, 
I guess it's going to go down soon. Congratulations to the dog, DMX. All right, now let's... Now, I just want to say, I would love to see DMX in Sky Zone. DMX is a lot of fun. I would love to see DMX jumping around the Sky Zone with his kids. I would love to see that. <laughs> All right, now, state of the culture. Let's discuss Remy Ma. She has said what she had to say about uh, beef between Joe Button and Nicki Minaj. And here's what Remy Ma had to say as she chimed in on their whole situation. I watched it, and I got some of the things that she was saying because I know how that feels to feel like people that were supposed to be your friends or people that you thought was cool with you, and then they say some left field you be like, damn, like, I thought we was all right. I know that feeling. It's upsetting. It makes you angry. It makes you want to come for them. So there she is taking, you know, the side of Nicki Minaj and then and empathizing with how Nicki Minaj felt when she heard Joe Button going at her and then she had the opportunity to confront him head on. I don't see the problem. Like, There's I mean, no problem. Yeah, when artists when artists have a problem with media personalities that they don't and they don't like what we're saying, they have the the right to come up here and confront us. Correct. All right, now Lamar Odom, he says that he is done watching porn. He's trying to be better. And, you know, he has a new girlfriend, Sabrina Parr, and she's been helping him out with his diet, with his workouts, because she does fitness. And here's what the two of them had to say. Lamar, what have you cut back that you really used to love to indulge in? Candy and porn. Why would you say porn is a negative thing for a relationship? Trying to be better. Well, he was a sex addict. Watch porn if you're sex addict and have a healthy life, you know. Is, or be with me. How long has it been, Lamar, since you? Miami, maybe about a month. But what's the problem with being a sex addict with your wife? Well, she's Nothing he's cut back on wife. the porn, is what she's saying. So he's not watching porn anymore. Yeah, but I'm saying if you're watching porn and it gets you excited and you with your wife and you and your wife getting it in, what's the problem? Maybe he's not getting it in with his wife. He's just getting it in with his hand. Also, when people have <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, when people have like real addictions, I guess certain things you have to. <laughs> cut out from your daily activities. Can you imagine being jealous of your man's hand? (laughs) (laughs) And it might be a trigger for him to do other things that he was doing. I mean, he really went on a downward spiral. So if he feels like I have to go cold turkey on certain things, then he has to go cold turkey if that's his way to heal. Masturbation definitely decreases your chance of smoking rocks, though. Think about after you masturbate, you got the lotion and stuff. <laughs> you got all that stuff, you know, that spunk on your hand. You're not going to just grab the pipe. <laughs> and, Lamar Odom, <laughs> and Lamar Odom has said he's had sex with more than 2,000 women, including strippers and prostitutes. My God. That's all in his book, Darkness to Light. So if you know you have an Itch. issue and you got to stay away from certain things, then stay away. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Yes. Charlemagne. Let this be a teachable moment, uh, this donkey of the day that's coming up for after the hour. Uh, all you guys that like to stand up women, uh, this you're going to learn something from this, I hope. Let's talk about it for after the hour. All right, we'll get into this next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make the judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah, man. Let's talk. Donkey of the day today. Donkey of the day. But Tuesday, August 20th, goes to a young woman named Tyja Russell. Tyja is 29 years old, and she's from the great state of New Jersey. Drop on the clues bonds for New Jersey, damn it. Now, before we talk about Taja, let me ask y'all a question out there. When the last time you got stood up? Uh, when is the last time you told someone you wanted to take them out and didn't show up, huh? 
When is the last time you told someone to come over and you fell asleep on their ass? I have homeboys now who are not married, not in a committed relationship, not part of this faithful black male community, and they tell me stories like this all the time, especially when we out of town, all right? Women come to the hotel and be downstairs in the lobby for hours because said individual has fallen asleep on their ass. Every time I hear stories like this, I feel for those women. Because to me, this is a different level of disrespect, all right? If a man calls you over and tells you that he fell asleep on you, he's either A, lying because he was going through his phone and decided to call a couple different chicks, and whoever got there first is who he's with, hence why he is not answering for you, or B, you just don't excite him like that, okay? You're not falling asleep on a woman you are really excited to see. In fact, that adrenaline rush you get from seeing or being around a woman you're into is going to wake your ass up. All right, you got a woman coming over, you get excited, all right? You think you're going to get some ass, so you go hop your ass in the shower, and that shower going to wake you up. Then you're going to lotion up, throw on some basketball shorts and a fresh T-shirt, spray some cologne on, roll up something to smoke, pour you a glass of something, and wait for the young lady you called over to arrive, okay? I fell asleep. <laughs> you fell asleep? Mm -hmm. How boring was your box? You know, the box that you, how boring was your box that the thought of you coming over puts a man to sleep, all right? So, yes, ladies, you should feel extremely disrespected when you come to see a man and he tells you, I fell asleep. That, you wouldn't feel disrespected, G, if that happened to you? Um, yeah, I'd be annoyed that I came out of my way. And that's exactly what happened to Taja M. Russell. Now, according to the New York Daily News, Taja was the side chick, all right? That's the New York Daily News words, not mine, all right? Taja was this... A uh, young man, she was visiting side chick, and the young man told authorities that he asked Russell to come to his house for sex. But he fell asleep before she arrived. Disrespectful. When Taja got to the man's house, she called him eight times. Eight times. But he didn't pick up. After eight phone calls, she allegedly texted the man, I see you want to die. Damn. <laughs> Followed by, you wasted my money to come out of here. And then around 4 a.m., Security cameras saw Maja knocking on this young man's door, and he still didn't answer. Ladies, mm -mm -mm. when this is over, rewind and listen to what I said about a man disrespecting you. The level of disrespect this young woman, Taja, received is four in the morning. You got there and called eight times. You knocked on his door, and he igging the hell out of you. Not to mention you already his side chick. What else is there to do, especially after you sent him the I see you want to die text? Mm. Well, you got to wow. attempt to kill him. Let's go to News 12, New Jersey, to see how Taja and Russell handled this situation. A woman is accused of setting a man's home on fire after she was invited over for a late-night rendezvous. Police say this month, 29-year-old Taja Russell went to the home on Barber Avenue. NorthJersey.com reports the man fell asleep, did not answer the door. They say that's when Russell set the home on fire. The man was taken to the hospital with burns and smoke inhalation. Taja was determined to have a hot date. All right. Uh, remember when I told you that if a man falls asleep on you before you get there, that means the thought of your poom poom makes him sleepy. You out there giving out that boring ass box. Well, I think Taja realized that in her mind and she was not leaving that house that night without the word fire coming out of that man's mouth. She wanted that word to be used to describe her vagina, but she didn't get that opportunity. So she decided to set his crib ablaze. OK, I'm going to be honest with you. Other than her having an arson charge and an attempted murder charge and being held without bail, I kind of feel her. All right, see, let this be a lesson to you fools. 
All right, stop standing women up like that after you done wasted their time, energy, and money to come see you. All right, it's disrespectful and just not right. But ladies, don't be like Taja. When a man doesn't value you, doesn't appreciate you, stands you up, don't do what Taja did, even though it hurts not to react. All right, don't do what Taja did. See, I, I know you really want to work this out, but I don't think this man is ever going to change. All right, when you do, but they don't, I just think it's best you go your separate ways. All right, sometimes you have to ask yourself, why should I stay in this relationship? When you're hurting, baby, you ain't happy, baby. Plus, there's just so many other things you got to deal with. So I just think that you, you, should, you should let it burn. All right, please let Remy Ma give Taja Russell the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, uh, uh, uh. you stupid mother are you dumb. I might put something on her books. Wow. I might, I might just put, buy some M&Ms or something, some peanut M&Ms or something. My man. goodness. I feel her pain a little bit. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, she was we... very literal and true to her words. She words. was. But that's what she get for having her hot ass out at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, Jadena will be joining us. We'll kick it with Jadena, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne <laughs> the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Jadetta. Yeah, yeah. Welcome what's back, up, my sir? brother. What's up? What's up? You know, it's crazy. I added you one day on Instagram because there was a young lady up here lusting over you in a real way. Not her. You don't have to look at her. Not her. <laughs> she was lusting over you in a real way. Did she make googly eyes at you when you walked in? You didn't notice anybody? Uh, no. Nah, who was it? Okay. She walked in. I don't know where she went. <laughs> uh, I'll put Mikhail on blast later. Oh, yeah. oh, she was standing over there Mikhail. by him. I, I saw that. She was, right? Yeah, I saw her just lurking. Up. I was like, why is she pretending to drink coffee? She don't drink coffee. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's who? Oh, I got it. Yeah. I know. Is she wearing the lavender? The yes. Lavender? Yes. yes. Oh. The one that was making you uncomfortable. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah, she, she then she go look peeping. Look at her. Oh, my God. Guilty as sin. Holy shit. Oh my God! Can she be any more thirsty? Why no, is she in the other studio? <laughs> exactly. I think people was done with the Bilbo Baggins, uh, Colonel Sanders kind of fits. That's what that's what they said. I don't know what the hell you just said. When you, you know, no, the old, I mean the, the old the, the, dinner, the classic I, man. I like oh, classic I mean, for me, it was absurd and fly at the same time. Gotcha. You know, new album, new looks, but I don't know. I guess. Uh, Do you feel like you got trapped in the classic man uh, stereotype? Yeah, definitely. For me, it was like it was a it's a it's a moment. Mm -hmm. It's a one phase of the wardrobe, mm -hmm. but it's not the only thing. So you know you evolve over time. You got a gym membership too. Clearly, that's what got all these girls. <laughs> got that's what got all these girls going crazy. Yeah, you got a trainer. What are the other? Twenty five no, fitness. I don't, I don't what is it? <laughs> you know what it was like. I when I moved. So I moved to to a few countries in Africa for six months. That's part of where I was. Well, let's start. What you got kicked out of the house in Atlanta, right? Yeah, we started at the top. We didn't buy. We leased. This Atlanta mansion. Mm -hmm. We was like, all right, let's let's do an album here. Live comfortably, mm -hmm. you know. We were paying the lease. Owner wasn't paying. Landlord wasn't paying. The nah, wasn't paying. The mortgage nah. Company. And so it's, he was it's, it was, the money. It was yes. whack because he was he was black and like Man. you know what I mean. Of all people, I hate I hate when that happens. One day forecloses, goes up for auction. We didn't know, and we got blindsided in the crosshair. Police come knocking. Did you get your stuff and out of lease? Like, yeah, I mean, luckily the sheriff was cool, like, because we had a lot of things in the house, like, mostly legal. 
And mostly, he, leader. mostly. <laughs> oh, just a weed. And, That's all. And, and, and you know Georgia. You Guns. Know, they got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that could have been a headline though. It could have been like classic man with the narcotics and ammunition. <laughs> like I didn't want to go down like that, right. so I was out of there. Them headlines alone. Yeah, that would have been terrible. So we was out. I had to go on tour. Went on tour. Tour ends in uh, Africa, and after that, like it was like a year and a half into Trump's presidency, we was like. Good. Like, well, I'm going to stay here because uh, I don't want to go back there. Wow. So I was like, you know what? We good. And we lived in, in South Africa predominantly for six months. Trump will be proud of you. You went back to where you came from. I, I grew like when I went to school, I remember the white kids in the school would be like, you should go back to Africa where you came from. I used to take offense to it then, but now you was out. I, I don't know yeah, if I, I take offense you. anymore. <laughs> it's good advice. What part of Africa? It was Nigeria, South Africa, but I ended up going to Mozambique, Namibia, Swaziland. Mm -hmm. I was smoking with like 21 princesses in Swaziland because they got this weed out there called Swazi Gold. Mm -hmm. Like there's just crazy experiences that you have, mm -hmm. you know. And so for me, I came back with a new type of power. Chappelle did this. Um, Kendrick Lamar before To Pimple Butterfly. They, they take these expeditions and come back with that new, like, I feel like a global black empowerment. Too, yeah. So you you never feel like a minority. I'm not, I don't feel like none of us in this room are minorities anymore. And this we, is the 400th year of uh, American slavery? Yeah, yeah, 1619, 400 years ago. Year of return. I don't know if you saw that. You probably did. So the, the president of Ghana just announced recently that if you're an African-American, if you're a Caribbean-American uh, or just from the diaspora and go back to Ghana, and trace your roots or whatnot, even if you just live there, you're going to be granted voting rights. Mm. In Ghana? Yeah. Wow. Which is revolutionary. Say we get another Trump. Like, I do think he's going to win this year. But say we got another one, mm -hmm. and we already seen the game. We's like, all right. That means that you can be like, you know what? For the next four years, I'm out. Or and you can actually vote for policies that change things. You feel out of place in America when you when you're so connected to the motherland. Like after staying oh, yeah. there, do you feel out of place? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like I, I honestly, New York is one of the few cities I feel at home at mm -hmm. because it's so international. It feels like an island off the coast of America. Mm -hmm. It kind of is. Now we really mad that you didn't make the cut for Lion King, bro. I don't know why. <laughs> it's that mad just now. Change, bro? <laughs> I don't know why that happened. Like to me, that's Scar's spirit. Scar was a pimp. Scar was a. F he was. He mm -hmm. was. But if you're going to play, I go all the way with mm -hmm. it. So I thought I was going all the way. Disney got all these phallic symbols in the clouds and shit. I thought it was going to be okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got a quick note. You know, usually you, oh, you wait. Really tried? I thought you were usually joking. you wait and the email comes like, you know, a couple. We're still deliberating. We got. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> Did you I watch like it? I actually didn't see the Did movie. Did you go watch yet. it? That's no. what I was going to say. No, I, I haven't seen it myself. I didn't like it. So. Did you like the album? The album was cool. Fine. Yeah, I loved it. Like uh, Beyonce, I know she was a fan of Afrobeats and Afrobeat, like fell out of music. She had a hidden album I heard like six years ago, mm -hmm. and she didn't think America was ready for it. So she's a legit like follower and student of Afrobeats and the different waves in Africa. So you said for her a to do Beyonce that, album somewhere? I heard. Really? I don't know this. I can't confirm, but okay. like I heard yeah, six years ago, it. she did it. Yeah. What's the message in telling your story with Tribe? Like, what's the story you're trying to convey? We, we we are uh, ironic and uh, ironic human beings. We live in a paradox where we are tribal and we need that me and mine to survive. Mm. But we also know there's only one tribe, which is humanity. It's just like black people. You could be from L.A. You can be from the East Coast. Look at, like, the 90s beef. It was very tribal. Now look at us 
where East Coast, West Coast, they ain't even a thing. Mm -hmm. That's how we live. So that's that's the idea behind tribe. It's like on one hand, we are one tribe. On the other hand, nah, it's just my tribe. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see the whole thing with with like, what's going on with with Jay and Kaepernick right now. Oh, that's that's, that's literally tribalism at its finest. I hate it. That we can't hold two thoughts at the same time. Kaepernick has every right to move the way he moved. And he has a right to to feel some kind of way about it. Saint Jay-Z can also move his own way. He he has a right to move and to feel like, yo, I've represented y'all. Trust me. Word. These are two thoughts, and I get why people can feel a certain way. It's all right. What's not okay is to, is to just cancel. We can't let this situation divide us. But you it is have, okay to question people's motives. Absolutely. And motives. No, it's not. I say question and yes, hold people can. accountable, mm -hmm. but I don't. I think you have to look at the habits of a person. Do I trust uh, Kaepernick and Nessa's intention and their methods? Yes. Yes. Do I trust Jay-Z's uh, intentions and methods? Yes. Yes. No, and he's right. It is okay to question, but we're not questioning. They're saying, oh, Jay just did it for the money. How you know oh, what's yeah, in his head yeah, and yeah. in that man's heart? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. And you can have uh, two different courses of action as long as you got the same goal. I see, I saw you said that, and mm -hmm. I 100% agree to that. Well, introduce your record, man. Let's get into your record. What's up, y'all? This is Jadena, and this is the brand new record, Tribe, off 85 to Africa. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jadena. Now, women love you. Just got a text from Michaela. She said, Ask him if he's single, but it's not coming from me. Oh, oh yeah. Lord. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is? Yes, I am single. <laughs> okay. And I'm trying to figure out, legit, I'm trying to figure out how to date in the in this game. I don't get it. What does that mean? I don't mean? understand. He yeah, said, yeah. what is dating? What do you mean? You don't date. You just married. groupies. No, yeah. you're married. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, wow. Well. Well, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I was talking to a few people. Like, how do you, I don't know how to do it. I'm not I'm not a groupie person. I don't enjoy that. I wish I did. It'd be a lot easier. Anymore? Or you just never, never was? Never, never was. Okay. Never was. I didn't trust it. When's the last time you've been on a date? I kind of did a makeshift one like a uh, couple of days ago. What's a makeshift one? A pop-up? Yeah. A pop-up pop pop after the pop-up. <laughs> yeah, it was quick. It The tough part is the time thing, right? Mm -hmm. So like, if you're looking for connection, you don't have a lot of time to build that like mm -hmm. in this in this game. That I'm looking for mentorship. And this, <laughs> I can't. Y'all, you know, y'all got the rings on. Years. Yeah, that, see, I'm like that. It's just like once I didn't, once I broke up with certain women, that was it was a wrap for me. So now the other thing I explore is polyamory. See if that works. Nothing wrong with that. And polyamory to me is the agreement of honesty first and foremost. And the first thing you gotta be honest about is like most human beings mm -hmm. don't want to stay. In the same person the whole their that whole life. True. You keep that devil to yourself. Yeah. You <laughs> I'm not spreading, you those, mean, I'm spreading those evil lies. <laughs> I let you keep How talking though. You. I'm listening. The second thing is that not only that, most people are not gonna just have connection with the same person their whole life. But see, you know, this is the monogamy. Twenty five years. And twenty five years, twenty two. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm not only I, wrong. I think that y'all in the minority in, in, in that in those terms. Oh, I was a notorious cheater now. I'm not gonna yeah, say that. We all we up though. Yeah, we don't get it twisted. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, Jadena, <laughs> let me ask you this. So when you say polyamory, it's okay for the one, the women to be with other men also. Absolutely. Okay. I've been in that relationship. Mm -hmm. Talk I've to done me. that. Explain. What do you mean? I've been in a relationship. Yep. You cool with it? Yep. Was I cool? It was diff one of the most difficult things I ever had. This tattoo took 26 hours. I did it in like one sitting, essentially. The pain that I felt 
knowing that she was with another man is one of the worst pains I felt How in my life. How old were you when this was happening? This is a few years ago. You gotta explain, brother. I've never heard. I haven't heard this side. I of the had game, to do man. that because what am I like? What kind of man am I to tell a woman that you can't be with somebody else when I'm out here being with somebody else? A man, man. Nah, a real dog. So right. I'm a boy. <laughs> That's a real man. Tuesday, she with you. Wednesday, some else. on it. Huh? You said what? Monday, she with somebody else. Tuesday, she with you. Wednesday, possibly somebody else. And what about? And he's I with knew, somebody I knew else the also. People. Yeah, and you I was knew too. The people? Yeah. What you ain't yeah. really, you, you ain't really light skinned boy because I'd have cried in the corner, man. <laughs> How'd you but do it? I'm sure she How'd felt I the way it? too when you're you with just, other women. Yeah, I'm sure I she have felt to that know. Pain. I have to know. So you knew to do? Y'all were cool? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, I had to know. It wasn't like we like buddy, buddy, buddy. Like this is my best friend. It's just that I knew of him. So he can call you and be like, I'm sending her back home. Like she's coming back home. <laughs> over he the could. door. He could if he wanted. Wow. That's not how it went down. But yeah, like I'm not holding on to the woman like that. Right. Like I don't. I don't control her. Destiny, you know what I'm saying. So if I want something, like it's got to be some balance. So to go through that allowed me to understand wow. what it is, and that that's why I'm saying I can do it. But here's the thing with this Polynesian relationship, Polynesian <laughs> sauce, polyamorous, polyamorous, polyamorous. My goodness, it would be different if you and the guy were both this woman's man. Just the fact that you just letting another guy smash your but chick, but then you're giving her all the no, emotional no, it wasn't just smashing. The thing about polyamory is not like it's not just it's not swinging most of the time it's actually like there's a connection so y'all in a relationship uh i guess you could say that totally but it's like i didn't have a relationship with him like i wasn't we weren't friends it wasn't nothing like that it's that she has her relationship it's like a constellation you know what i'm saying people, people well, who's the big dipper because <laughs> <laughs> that's what i would want to know i want if this is a constellation Yo, you know, i need to know, the, 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 you know the thing? This is crazy. we actually got closer because of that so yeah. where she go Valentine's? Where she go Christmas? Oh no! We, if if I'm the main partner, that's that it's with me. She was able to dibble and dabble in other things. Yeah, to me that wow. I I don't I don't think that that's uh it was again like that's like I said it's one of the most difficult. I've had a lot of the, the tattoo. I've been shot before. That pain I felt was like the worst thing. Yeah, that sounds like a tribe called Scress, my brother. Like I don't even want that. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't think would I would want that in my would life. It, yeah, I would. So you don't yeah. think about him smashing her? Like, damn, is he putting it down better than me? Is he it better than me? None you, of that. You think about all that. Did you, you ask go those questions? All, I, I thought about it. I didn't want to know. When my woman cheated answered... on me, I definitely asked. I needed to know. Yeah. Yeah. Is he bigger? Is he better? I needed <laughs> Could to know. she answer the phone for him if you guys were together? Sure. I don't. It, it didn't go down like that. Right. She kind of had her own separate uh, relationship, it's, damn, and it's all good. But could she answer the, the phone? Like, you're I sitting mean, right there, and she's like, I'm not... one second, Jadena. Hey, baby. <laughs> I, honestly, <laughs> like I got to a point where I wouldn't be tripping. Mm -hmm. Like my grandfather had seven wives. I never met him. I seen a picture with him, and there was three of the seven wives. You know, <laughs> one of which was my my father's mother. Um, and I remember the the look on their faces, and they were not happy. Ask any woman who's been in a polygamous relationship. I guarantee they didn't enjoy it. Ask any woman who's been cheated on. They didn't enjoy it. So to me, and I'm not perfect, but these are the steps I feel like we have to take as as men. I don't. It's not easy. It's not for the weak. Um, but women have been doing that for thousands of years, and we still here in 2019 and can't deal with it. If they do one little thing that we've done, one. Most of us have multiple. Right. 
I don't want you to talk mm. to him. Cut his mic off, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just you guys are shocked about the women, but not about him. What did girls shoot you well? How'd you get shot? No, I got shot as a child when I was six. My family went through, unfortunately, went through a robbery. And you know when the when in most robberies, when the 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 robber wants to, to say, hey, I mean business, they shoot up. Right. They shot down. Mm. And that's where I was. Holy cow. So they caught me in my foot. Uh, luckily, we escaped. They went to go rob somebody else. This it was, was on, a, this was it was on a highway. This is in Nigeria. Nigeria. Um, and for the record, I want to paint Nigeria like this is what happens. It's like painting the U.S. based on mass shootings. Like, right. They're like, isolated not, incidents. It's like scamming in Nigeria. It happens. Yeah. It happens. And the reason why uh, Nigerians are known for scamming is not because we're bad people. It's because we're smarter than a lot of people. <laughs> right? So, like, as criminals, we're going to be top athletes. We're going to be the best at... Yeah, so we're going to be the best at hacking. That is what it is. It's okay. Do you ever scam before? Huh? Yeah, you think he's going to... He's talking pigeon all of a sudden. Uh, uh, no, I, I, I do scam, now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've done some things. All right. You know what I mean? I, I used to sell chains in Chinatown. No, for real? Yeah. Canal Street, and I go take it to downtown Crossing in Boston. I get it for cheap. I know all, like, in the hood, I know all the latest jewelry. And then I would get the cheap ones in Chinatown and sell it to white boys in the suburbs. That was a scam. You ever dated a fat white woman for room and board? Wow. 90 Day Fiance, he's wow, talking about. Wow, never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> My goodness. All right, Jadena. was a very interesting person. I, I don't think you tell your story enough, Jadena. Uh, I think you need to do a documentary or something. Yeah, I want to. I want to do like an animated, um, animated doc. I love. I love animation right now. I may do that. But yeah, I mean, I'm telling it here. All right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. It's Jadena. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jadena. Now, women love you. Just got a text from Michaela. She said, ask him if he's single, but it's not coming from me. Oh, oh yeah. Lord. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is? Yes, I am single. <laughs> okay. And I'm trying to figure out, legit, I'm trying to figure out how to date in the in this game. I don't get it. What does that mean? I don't understand. He said, yeah. what is dating? What do you mean? You don't date. You just married. groupies. No, yeah. you're married. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, wow. Well. Well, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, w I was talking to a few people. Like how do you? I don't know how to do it. I'm not. I'm not a groupie person. I don't enjoy that. I wish I did. It'd be a lot easier. Anymore? Or you just never? Never, was? never was. Okay. Never was. I didn't trust it. When's it the last time you've been on a date? I kind of did a makeshift one like a uh, couple of days ago. What's a makeshift one? A pop up. A pop, yeah. Pop up. A pop up, a pop -up date. after the pop up. <laughs> yeah, it was quick. It. The tough part is the time thing, right? Mm -hmm. So like, if you're looking for connection, you don't have a lot of time to build that. Like mm -hmm. in this in this game, that I'm looking for mentorship. In this, <laughs> I can't. Y'all, you know, y'all got the rings for 22 on. years. Yeah, that, see, I'm like that. It's just like once I didn't, once I broke up with certain women, that was it was a wrap for me. So now the other thing I explore is polyamory. See if that works. Nothing wrong with that. And polyamory to me is the agreement of honesty first and foremost. And the first thing you gotta be honest about is like most human beings mm -hmm. don't want to stay. In the same person the whole their that whole life. True. You keep that devil to yourself. Yeah. I'm not here spreading, today, those, I'm I'm spreading those evil lies. <laughs> I let you keep How talking. Dare you. Though. <laughs> I'm listening. The, you're second, enough, the, sec the second thing is that not only that, most people are not gonna just have connection with the same person. 
their whole life. But see, you know, this is the monogamy talking. Years, in both. 25 years, 22. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm not only I, wrong. I think that y'all in the minority in, in, in that in those terms. Oh, I was a notorious cheater now. I'm not going to say that. We all f***ed up, though. Yeah, we, I was a whore. Twisted. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, Jenna, <laughs> let me ask you this. So when you say polyamory, it's okay for the one, the women to be with other men also. Absolutely. Okay. I've been in that relationship. Mm -hmm. I've done me. that. What do you mean? You I've been in a relationship. Yep. You was cool with it? Yep. Was I cool? It was diff one of the most difficult things I ever had. This tattoo took 26 hours. I did it in like one sitting, essentially. The pain that I felt knowing that she was with another man is one of the worst pains I felt How in my life. How old were you when this was happening? This is a few years ago. You got to explain, brother. I've never heard... I haven't heard this side I of I had game, to do man. that. Because what am I... Like, what kind of man am I to tell a woman that you can't be with somebody else when I'm out here being with somebody else? A man, man. Nah. A real nah. Oh, I'm a boy. That's, that's, that's a real man, dude. <laughs> she with you Wednesday. On it. Huh? You said what? Monday she with somebody else. Tuesday she with you. Wednesday possibly somebody else. And what about and he's I with knew, somebody I knew else also. Yeah, and you I knew was the too. people. Yeah. The what? You ain't yeah. really, you, you ain't really light skin boy because I'd have cried in the corner, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you but do it? I'm sure she felt the way it? too when you're you with just, other women. Yeah, I'm sure I have she felt to know. That pain. I have to know. So you knew the dude? Y'all were cool? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, I had to know. It wasn't like we like buddy, buddy, buddy. Like this is my best friend. It's just that I knew of him. So he could call you and be like, I'm sending her back home? Like, she's coming back home? <laughs> Open he the could. door? He could if he wanted. Wow. That's not how it went down, but yeah. Like, I'm not holding on to the woman like that. Right. Like, I don't I don't control her destiny. You know what I'm saying? So if I want something, like, it's got to be some balance. So to go through that allowed me to understand wow. what it is. And that, that's why I'm saying I can do it. But here's the thing with this Polynesian relationship. Polynesian <laughs> sauce. Polyamorous. Polyamorous. Yeah. Polyamorous. My goodness. It would be different if you and the guy were both this woman's man. Just the fact that you're just letting another guy smash your but chick, but then you're giving her all no, the No, no, it wasn't just smashing. The that thing about polyamory, it's not like, it's not just, it's not swinging most of the time. It's actually like there's a connection. So y'all in a relationship? Uh... I guess you could say that totally, but it's like I didn't have a relationship with him. Like, I didn't, we weren't friends. It wasn't nothing like that. It's that she has her relationship. It's like a constellation. You know what I'm saying? People, people well, who's the big dipper? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would want to know. I want, if this is a constellation, Yo, you I need know, to know. The, the, the you know the thing? Is crazy. We actually got closer because of that. So yeah. where'd she go Valentine's? Where'd she go Christmas? Oh no! We, if if I'm the main partner, that's that it's with me. She was able to dibble and dabble in other things. Yeah, to me, that wow. I, I don't I don't think that that's uh it was, I, again like that's like I said it's one of the most difficult. I've had a lot of things. The tattoo again? I've been shot before. That pain I felt was like the worst thing. Yeah, that sounds like a tribe called Scress, my brother. Like I don't even want that. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't think would I would want that in my would life. It, yeah, I would. So you don't think about him smashing her? Like damn, is he putting it down better than me? Is he it better than me? None you, of that. You think about all that. Did you, you ask go those questions? All, I, I thought about it. I didn't want to know. When my woman cheated on me, I definitely asked. I needed to know. Yeah. Yeah. Is he bigger? Is he better? I needed Could to know. she answer the phone for him if you guys were together? Sure. I don't. It, it didn't go down like that. Right. She kind of had her own separate uh, relationship, it's, <laughs> and it's all good. But could she answer the, the phone? Like you're I sitting mean, right there, and she's like, I'm not, one second, Jadena. Hey, baby. I, honestly, <laughs> like I got to a point where I wouldn't be tripping. Mm -hmm. Like, my grandfather had seven wives. I never met him. I seen a picture with him, and there was three of the seven wives, you know, mm -hmm. one of which was my, my father's mother. Um, and I remember the the look on their faces, and they were not happy. Ask any woman who's been in a polygamous relationship. 
I guarantee they didn't enjoy it. Ask any woman who's been cheated on. They didn't enjoy it. So to me, and I'm not perfect, but these are the steps I feel like we have to take as as men. I don't, it's not easy. It's not for the weak. Um, but women have been doing that for thousands of years. And we still here in 2019 and can't deal with it. If they do one little thing that we've done, one, most of us have multiple. Right. I don't want you to talk to mm. them. Cut his mic off, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just I'm you guys are shocked about the shot. women, Black but not about cheat. him. What are they talking girls shoot you well? How'd you get shot? No, I got shot as a child when I was six. Mm-hmm. Um, my family went through, unfortunately, went through a robbery. And you know when the when in most robberies, when the, the, the robber wants to, to say, hey, I mean business, they shoot up. Right. They shot down. Mm. And that's where I was. Holy cow. So they caught me in my foot. Uh, luckily, we escaped. They went to go rob somebody else. This it was, was on a, this was was on a highway. This is in Nigeria. Nigeria. Um, and for the record, I want to paint Nigeria like this is what happens. It's like painting the U.S. based on mass shootings. Like, right. They're like, isolated not, incidents. It's like scamming in Nigeria. It, it happens. Yeah. It happens. And the reason why uh, Nigerians are known for scamming is not because we're bad people. It's because we're smarter than a lot of people. <laughs> right? So, like, as criminals, we're going to be top athletes. We're going to be the best at... Yeah, so we're going to be the best at hacking. That's oh, right. what it is. It's okay. Do you have a scam before? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you think he's going to... pigeon all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I do scam, now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've done some things. All right. You know what I mean? I, I used to sell chains in Chinatown. No, for real? Yeah. Canal Street, and I go take it to downtown Crossing in Boston. I get it for cheap. I know all, like, in the hood, I know all the latest jewelry, and then I would get the cheap ones in Chinatown and sell it to white boys in the suburbs. That was a scam. You ever dated a fat white woman for room and board? Wow. 90 Day Fiance, he's wow, talking about. Wow, never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> My goodness. All right, Jadena. was a very interesting person. Yeah. I, I don't think you tell your story enough, Jadena. Uh, I think you need to do a documentary or something. Yeah, I wanna I wanna do like an animated um animated doc. I love I love animation right now. I may do that. But yeah, I mean I'm telling it here. Alright, well we appreciate you for joining us. It's Jadena. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Now, 50 Cent was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and he talked about a few different things. He talked about the rumor that he bought those 200 tickets to a Ja Rule show to make sure there were some empty seats, which I think Ja Rule always says that never really happened. But here's what 50 Cent had to say. I just happened to see them on the uh, on StubHub or something. Yeah, like it was like this for, for you to buy it. And I was like, that was so cheap. I might as well just buy it. <laughs> Now, in addition to that, he talks about Randall Emmett. And if you guys remember who that is, that was the original person who owed Fafdi money. And 50 went after him on social media and embarrassed him and eventually ended up getting his money from him. But here's what he had to say about that. Do you regret taking your beef with Randall to social media? No. I got me paid right away. Paid right away. What's your friendship? What is your friendship status with them, with Randall and Lala currently? No, I don't have a problem with them. Have you spoken to them since? No, I haven't. Will you be attending their wedding? No, I won't be there. Yeah, you definitely can't regret going at somebody on social media when the reason you went at them was to get your money and you got your goddamn money. Hey, you got your bread back. All right, now let's talk about Miami, Miami Dolphins wide receiver Kenny Stills. He's sharing his thoughts on what he thinks about Jay-Z's Rock Nation partnership with the NFL. 
And he said some of the ways he answered his questions, talking about we're moving past kneeling like he ever protested. He's not an NFL player. He's never been on a knee. Choosing to speak for the people like he had spoken to the people. I wonder how many common people that he knows or has spoken to. I wonder if he reads my Facebook comments or my Instagram comments or some of the things people say to me. To say we're moving past something, it didn't seem very informed. Uh, Kenny Stills is my guy, but that's not what Jay-Z said. Like, why are we taking this out of context? He absolutely said that taking a knee worked. The protest worked. It was to raise awareness. After awareness comes action. He says we're past the point of awareness. Now it's time for action. So uh, Nessa responded to that part, right? As far as actionable items. And Nessa is Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend. And she said, uh, you know, she posted and responded in a comment. She said, Jay-Z said, I think we've moved past kneeling and I think it's time to go into actionable items. This acts as if Colin Kaepernick didn't donate $1 million to black and brown organizations oh nationwide, God. as well as organize Know Your Rights camps for the youth. And she said, and raise money to help people get food who are suffering from famine in Somalia, backpack drives, and the list goes on and on. People should be addressing the NFL and Jay-Z for all the disrespectful things that were said at that PR stunt conference. So we are having competitions on who did what now? I'm not mad at that, by the way. If y'all want to have a competition about who does more for the community, have at it, okay? All right, now here's something you didn't anticipate. Remember the woman who put up that billboard wanting to be in a Tyler Perry movie? Yep. And Raquel Bailey is your next leading lady? Well, guess who got a job? Raquel Bailey. She's the one that put up that huge billboard. And initially, Tyler Perry had said, this is not the way to get my attention and did a whole post about it. But it worked. Yes, but it did work out. So she, she got a job with Tyler Perry. Yes, she did. But she still had to go on the audition and everything else. See, that's the she part. Did. That's the part that you everybody conveniently leaves out. You gotta still go do the work. There's no escaping the process. Well, she's been cast two weeks ago in Tyler Perry's new show for BET called Sisters. And by the way, when she first put that billboard up, she said that she actually had went down there and auditioned. So she auditioned and she got the job. It feels like it got her some extra attention, though. I think yeah, it, it definitely she, did. She I still had to go do the work. And got the job. That's so congratulations action. to Awareness her. Awareness is the billboard. Action is going down there and doing all this. All right, and congratulations to Teddy Riley. He got honored with the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So congratulations to Teddy Shout Riley. Shout to Teddy Riley. He, of course, uh, thanked other music industry veterans for giving him the roadmap to his career journey and all of that. So congrats. And also coming to America, too, Tracy Morgan has now been added into the mix. Looks like it's going to be a star-studded movie. I just hope it's good. Yeah, it's got to be good. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't like the fact that it's set in America. I like. I wanted it to be in Zamunda. Like, because, you know, you think about, like, Black Panther, and one of the reasons we love Black Panther is because the world of Wakanda. We've never really seen the world of Zamunda. Aren't they going there, too, even though it's set? I, I, don't know. I heard it's set in America. I heard he comes to America to, um, to, to find his long-lost son. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. All right, well, Wesley Snipes, as you know, is in it as well. Leslie Jones, Rick Ross, and Kiki Lane. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. Let me know what you want to hear. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Great news. There's a quick and easy way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to GEICO.com and see how much you could save. Yeah, yeah, Morning, yeah. everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Rhapsody for joining us this morning. Rhapsody, yes. the best rapper of any gender currently right now, but 
it's always Kendrick Lamar. I'm just talking about the new guys. I ain't talking mm-hmm. about you. I don't rank the I don't rank the gods of the game. We know who the gods of the game are: the Jay Zs, the Scarfaces, the Nas. I don't rank those people. I'm talking about this new crop. Last decade. Well, her album's out on Friday. Eve. Yes, Eve. Oh, that's right. Eve. And on one Friday. day, I hope we get a Kendrick Lamar uh, Rhapsody EP. And if you wonder why I want that, then just go listen to Kendrick's, not Kendrick Rhapsody's last album, Layla's Wisdom, and listen to Power, with featuring Kendrick Lamar. Okay, and also shout out to Jadena for joining us as well. The good Nigerian brother in here giving us heart palpitations this morning, talking <laughs> about palaramory or whatever. What's that thing called? I can't even pronounce it. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to pronounce it. Nope. After what he described. Nope, nope, nope. Out here just letting your woman get penis, get penis down by other men. Yeah. Well, nope. he also was in an open relationship and doing what he wanted to do with other women, so it seems only fair. I, I don't I don't like it either way, oh, to well, be honest with you. He also talked about his album, guys. I don't know if you know about that. but You got an album? <laughs> He also talked about his album, too. <laughs> he did? <laughs> a little bit. But Jadena, shout to him for joining us, all right? And when we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Diamonds on. Fleet. Same time out. Heat. Put it on. Screw. Right up. Screw. Straight up. Miami Beach, yeah yo. Talk crazy on tweets. Who? They don't want it cause I come to defeat. They don't want it. I peep, these niggas all sweet. Weep. Bamboo sticks out in the Jeep. Brr, brr. It's a new weirdo every week. Weirdo. Get the work, put it up for my seeds. Put it up. No cure for the IG disease. No cure. Do anything for club. They do anything for club. Do anything for club. They do anything for club. Do anything for club. They do anything for club. Do anything for club. Watch your mouth. Watch. Stay in your place. Play. Get out the get out the way. Move. My bitch on your yeah. Kim K. Yeah. No disrespect. They nah. Be tripping, but we love yeah. Swapping that cost with my. I bought her the limo. She bought me the race. Swapping. Practice, practice, practice. Make perfect. It's never too late. Never, never, never. I see the out of the snake. I take the soul out the snake. Then I see the bills up out of the paint. Rats, the blog and the media fake. Shout it, DM me, I'm straight. I'm not gonna bite on the bait. Nah. Sipping no toxic waste. Mm. On the low with your bitch in this great. On the low. Mask on the club. Do anything for club. They do anything for club. Do anything for club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, we got a positive note. Yes, man. This comes from my guy, Wayne W. Dyer. I love Wayne W. Dyer. I mean, even though he's dead, but his work lives on. Uh, And this positive quote is, peace is the result of retraining your mind to process life as it is rather than as you think it should be. 